Hello, and welcome to Eileen Aguadulce's eighth grade podcast called Broken Laws. This is a continuation of our podcast released last year, and it will have two episodes this year as well. Both will be released today, Wednesday, December 15th, 2021, as a part of our learners POL for the Broken Laws project. They have been working hard for seven weeks discovering different laws and studying the Constitution. We hope you will listen to both episodes and listen to our learners as they discuss the laws they would like to see amended, bills they would like to see passed, and new policies they would like to see implemented in order to make our society better for everyone. I hope you enjoy our podcast. Hello, I am Logan, and I'm currently interviewing Peyton and Caden. So Peyton, why did you want to make this law about no lane splitting in California? Well, lane splitting uh, kills a lot of people every year. And just last year, 400 people died due to lane splitting. And Caden, why do you want to ban motorcycles outright? Because experts averaging the numbers found that, that a motorcycle rider is 29 times more likely to die in a crash per mile vehicle, per, per vehicle mile traveled than an occupant in a standard passenger car. So, Caden. Yes. Why do you want to ban, like, all motorcycles instead of just banning some things that they can't do? Because, as we both know, because they will still do those stuff, even if it's illegal, because they still do it now, do they not? And this would just be easier than doing that, and it would save a ton of lives. And Peyton. Why do you want to uh, stop lane splitting when you can just ban motorcycles outright? Well, because even if they're going to do what he just said, you know, and just keep on doing it, what stops them from still riding motorcycles? It being illegal. Yes, but they're still going to ride it. Yes, but it's illegal now, and not a lot of people would do that. But how does that not change when it just is just a law that they can't do? Because it's illegal, and not at all. Yes, but... Okay, whatever. Logan? So, why do you feel so strongly about uh, no lane splitting? Well, mainly because um, too many people die, and uh, it just, you know, if people are going to get hurt, or even worse... Uh, why do it? So, uh, Caden, what are some benefits of banning motorcycles? Some benefits, okay. Um, a lot less people getting crashes, as you may know already. Um, less people getting hurt, less, um, less cost to people, um, less time and stress wasted. Um, no time and stress wasted on silly stuff like that. Um, and as I said before, uh, a lot less death. And Peyton, how do you think this will affect uh, motorcyclists in California? Um, maybe because they, if this is shown, um, they're gonna know the actual dangers of lane splitting and how dangerous it can really be, and show awareness. 
So, Caden, how do you think this will... How do you think people will... They will enforce this law of no lane splitting in California? Well... Make it illegal. Make it illegal or... Uh, Hefty fine. Or, like... Just, like... I don't really know how to word it, but, um... Make it a like a thousand dollar fine or something for just land splitting. And Caden, how do you think they will? Um, how do you think the law will actually like how they will enforce your law? Hefty jail time. How Hef long would you assume? Depends. Um, if you're writing it on like a uh. Backstreet or something, uh, a month maybe, if not just a fine. But uh, if you're on a freeway, a highway, six months to a year. Um, how would they um? Wait, how would you like? Would there be like less of a fine if they didn't know that this law was newly changed or? Um, it depends. Okay. If like it just changes, sure. But you only get one morning, then nothing. Okay. Um, so, Peyton, if you were a owner of a motorcycle, do you think you would, and since you live in California, do you think you would use uh, lane splitting a lot? No, maybe sometimes if it's really necessary, but most of the time it's not necessary. Why do you feel that way, that it's unnecessary? Well, because, I mean, if it's heavy traffic, it really, I don't think that people should do it. But if you're just trying to, you know, just drive when cars are stopped, that's fine. Like, just, like, lane splitting in general, like, above, like, 40 miles per hour would just be really dangerous. Shaden, so. if you were a motorcycle owner, and or someone that you knew was a motorcycle owner... Would you willingly, like, still use your motorcycle even after the law has been changed? I would not, because it's illegal. It would be illegal. But do you think people would try to find loopholes or they, ways around it? They most likely would, but I can stop that. Just making it so you can't find a loophole. Making my wooden bakes here. So, Peyton... About the lane splitting, so do you think, like, many, like, most motorcyclists in California, like, use lane splitting? Do you think, like, uh, on average, how do you think a percentage, if you're assuming? I want to say 85%. Of all motorcyclists lane split? Well, yes, and stop traffic, like... Stop and go traffic. So, Kate, even though that we live in California, you want to ban motorcycles federally, which means everywhere else. Correct. Even though there isn't things like lane splitting in somewhere like Nevada. But people still die from motorcycles. People still get hurt from motorcycles. So, Caden, uh, for those who are outside of like California, like how do you think 
they'll feel towards the law. Hmm. Well, it depends on who we're talking about. Because um, some people have experienced, like, a loved one died due to, um, due to a motorcycle accident. Um, are we talking about people in general, or just motorcycle riders? Um, people, people in general. Um, it really depends on who we're talking to. Because, of course, there's always going to be mixed feelings about this, but I think that uh, the majority may be in favor of banning them all in general. And Peyton, how do you think the public opinion would be on banning uh, lane splitting in California? Well, I say that motorcyclists would be kind of, you know, frustrated with it, but some of them might understand. So I say that, like, a majority of them would say that it's a bad idea, but the rest would say it's a okay idea. Hello, I am Logan, and I am currently interviewing Yuli about his broken law. So, what is your law about? My law is about uh, prescription drug verification, and it can help uh, many people with the theft problems that they have with their prescription drugs, because just about anyone, if they have your prescription, they can just forge a doctor's note, and they can just go to a pharmacy and pick it up just like that. Uh, why did you feel like this law needed to be made? Uh, I felt like it needed to be made because I, I think a lot of people that have their prescriptions, they don't really know how everything goes on in like the pharmacies and stuff. And so this will help a lot with the thefts because with the, how it weighs, it works. It's like you with your phone number, you enter it in, and if like the person that has forged it does not have your phone number, or your email, um, they won't be able to get your prescription, even if it is forged. Oh, why do you? Th who do you think this would affect? Uh, this will affect almost anyone that has like their prescription just laying around that can be stolen. So let's say, for instance, that like you need to get a prescription. Do you think it would take more time for them to get your prescription? No, it won't take as much time. So when you have your um, your medication prescribed to you, your doctor would ask you for your phone number or your email, or when you go to the pharmacy to pick it up, you would show them your ID, and yeah, it was sim as simple as that. Uh, so, oh, how do you think the general is gonna feel about this new law? I think they like it a lot. It might help a lot of the uh, the older people with it because it, it might not be as difficult as for them anymore. And it's fairly simple, just showing an ID or a phone number. Uh, do you think this could lower the amount of overdoses? Yeah, it could help them a lot. So when you pick up your prescription, say they want to get like high off their prescription, when you pick it up, it will let the doctor know that you already have picked it up already, so they won't give you. So when you, if you want more, to like get high off of it or something, you wouldn't go. So when you go to the pharmacy, they won't give it uh, any more to you because you already had your thing prescribed and you already had enough of your medication. This, who do you think this law will, like, mostly help? How do you, who do you think it will help the most? 
Uh, I think it would help the most in the, the older generations because I think a lot of people would probably want to take advantage of them because they think they're not as good with their their technology and stuff and how they could they can easily be fooled. So, do you, do you think this will ne- uh, affect the next generation positively or negatively? I think it would uh, affect them positively. They, it's fairly simple to use, so just about anyone could use it, and that would be very helpful, I think. So, do you think this will be more work on the doctors or pha- or pharmacists? No, I don't think so. It, it only takes like a minute or two. It's like as simple as that. You just show an ID. They check it on the com- on their machine, their computer, to see if it matches, and then you'll t- get your medication. Do you think um, when this law will be firstly introduced, do you think people would be annoyed at the fact that they need to do more steps? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people might be a lot annoyed by that, but it will be uh, more helpful though. So I think the time it takes to do just a little extra might help a lot. Hi, my name is Tyler, and my law is about having aided health care and how people with a lower income should have free health care. I think people with a lower income should have free health care, because imagine they got in a car crash, and it was really bad. It was pretty bad. And, um... The medical bill is too high. How are they going to pay that? Who knows? They don't have enough money to pay that. (laughs) Aided healthcare would help them because um, they would not be able to pay that, and aided healthcare would help. How could this benefit America? It would benefit America because many people in the U.S. die per year because there's no health care for them. Um, about 5 million people die per year due to no income. That's almost 40% of America. What does America need to do this? They need to get all the people on their grid with a lower income and help them. And they would be helped so much more and there would be less deaths in America. Think of Canada and the UK. They have universal health care. How come we don't? They, um, people who have health care are proven to live proven to five, live five more years than they already do. That is a scientific <laughs> I think the aided health care would just help America a lot. And they just need it, you know? Why would America need this? They wouldn't need it because there would just be more population in America. There would be less deaths, and America would make more money, and they wouldn't be as in debt as they are. And it just would really help people that are poor and can't afford health care, you know? And do you have any questions or concerns? So does that mean middle-class people are going to have to pay more taxes to the lower class to help people who can't afford health care? Technically, yes, but they can't afford it. 
and it would just make America way more wealthier than it is. And then we wouldn't be in debt, and there would be no problems. I think overall, aided healthcare would help so many people and the population of America and make more money. Hi, my name is Soraya, and today I'm going to be talking about my bill. And it's about lowering the cost of health of healthcare and more universal healthcare. Or making it free. How is it fair for people who have to pay more taxes just for people who can't afford their own hospital bills? It's fair because fair because not, it's not just one person paying, it's everybody. And if your family or friends get sick, it's free. Kids are kids are dying with these illnesses that barely can afford the hospital bills and it's really sad to see but yeah and it's not fair that people lose their life because they can't afford health care why is this important to you i think it's important to me because it's sad to see kids losing their lives of how expensive hospital bills are or insurance that cover but doesn't cover all of it like really important things and it's sad to see that kids dying because of that and who wants to see kids die no one so that's why I think it's important to me and personally I don't want to see kids dying in countries it's proven that universal health care lives five more years and I think that um, I think it will help people seek treatment faster and more cheaper if um, it's like free or universal health care. Do you think all people want this? Of course not all people will want this because people are rude and yeah. But people do not agree of health care being so cheap because people are rich. Some people are rich. There has been 8 million deaths per year of the, of the lack of health care. In conclusion, this is why I think healthcare should be more important to people with illnesses or that are very, very sick. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today to the Broken Laws podcast. We hope you have enjoyed our eighth grade learners presentation of learning. Please visit our project website if you would like to read more about what you have heard today. There is a short reflection that you can fill out on what your experience was like. Thank you again and have a happy and safe holiday season.